Hey, hello and welcome everybody. New listeners and those of you who have been along for the ride for a while now, welcome to Crosspoint Scripture Podcast. The podcast where we just engage with one verse of the day, um, but especially putting it back in its context to see how it can strengthen our Christian lives and um, help us to see Christ better and teach us to make Scripture a regular part of our everyday lives. Um, Today we're going to be in Psalms, Psalm 113, the prayer book of the Bible. It's been called that by others. I call it that too. Um, It's been the best thing that ever happened in my prayer life was going to the Psalms and using them as a as a guide, as a as a foundation to stand on. And it has shown me again and again how extremely important context can be. Um, So I don't claim one verse from Psalms as being this is God's going to do this for me because it's in the word. Um, I have found that when I let the whole Psalms stand for themselves, it takes me everywhere from good times to bad times, doubt and fear to victory and overcoming and uh, the power of God and waiting for God. And it's all there. And it's been extremely helpful to me. And I think you'll see that um, in this one. What's neat about Psalm 113 is it's short enough that we'll be able to read the whole Psalm here and uh, focus and see why our verse of the day is what it is. Okay. So it should be helpful as a way to see how Psalms can be good for our prayer life and why it's important to see um, why this verse is here. So Psalm 113 verse 3 says, From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Okay, Psalm 113.3, From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. So it's already crying out to be the lyric in a worship song for church. It probably is. <laughs> And um, it's such a beautiful image. So um, you could say, you know, all day and night, the Lord is to be praised. But uh, we get this visual from people who probably spent most of their day every day outside. You get this beautiful visual from the rising of the sun to its setting. The name of the Lord is to be praised. Um, It's another cool thing that this verse does is tie an image from everyday life. So every day you get up, there's the sun, it goes up through its course, and then every night it goes down. And to tie that image, that's a living thing that each one of us lives in, no matter what part of the globe we're in, um, we live through that same reality all the time. And to tie that image to God and the fact that he should be praised um, has been really powerful for me in my life. And I think it's intended to do that. That would be my opinion, is that The Bible has these images. Jesus was big on this, using images of trees, rivers, seeds, you know, sowers, farmers, fields, treasures, um, these things that people would know all about and see every day. And he would always be tying these, you know, images, these powerful images of normal everyday life um, to some aspect of our relationship with God. And that's what it does for me, too. So from the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Now, why um, did this come up in the first place? We might ask. That's one way of asking about context. You know, why are we talking about this? If you've ever said that to somebody, what you're looking for is context. Or another way, another context question in conversation is, where's this coming from? Have you ever asked somebody that? They're just on you about something. All of a sudden you want to ask, where did this come from? You're asking for context. And so let's do that. Let's ask for context by going up to verse 1 of Psalm 113. It says, Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. So this is a hymn of praise to God. And uh, praise is exactly what it sounds like. I mean, it gets a little sidetracked in our culture because sometimes to praise someone or something is just to say, you know, you think about a favorite restaurant or coffee place you've gone to and you praise it to your friends. Say it's good. The service is good. The coffee is good. The food is good. The prices aren't bad. Okay. And that's not wrong. It's just that God is so much more, more than that, that it can seem like a different thing, but it isn't. Um, to praise the Lord is to rehearse, to say, to remind, and to speak to one another all the reasons why the Lord is good. Instead of just saying he's good, spell it out. Why is he good? What has he done to you or for you or with you? And then I love the um, these different phrases here through the Psalms. Uh, they're not wasted. This isn't just poetry. The paper, ink, you know, all this was not cheap back then. Words were not cheap, you know. So these things are set down on purpose. So he's not just rolling out all the good stuff he can think of instead there's um there's a pattern here so first there's just the the exclamation praise the lord you know it's like a call out to the community because these would have always been read in community praise the lord praise O servants of the lord so he's speaking to those who serve him you know it's not just anybody he's calling out to the family of god you know O servants of the lord praise the name of the lord um in ancient cultures and in this literature here the lord's name would stand in for his reputation you might say what he's known for you know he's the god of abraham isaac and jacob you know he's the god of parting the red sea he's the god who defeated pharaoh he's the god of the burning bush in the wilderness and calling out to moses he's the god of putting his people into the land of canaan you know, the promised land and giving it to them as he promised he would. He's the God who told Abraham he would make his descendants more numerous than the uh, grains of sand on the, on the beach. And he's done that. Okay. So it's his name, his reputation. Praise it. Tell people about it. Okay. Verse two, blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, it's a blessing to know God, to know about him, to understand his reputation, to be around him, to come underneath his care is a blessing. Okay. How long, how big of a blessing is it, you know? Well, it's from this time forth and forevermore. And then that kind of time thing is connected to three, you know, from this time forth and forevermore, bless the name of the Lord from the rising of the sun to its setting. The name of the Lord is to be praised. Okay. So these are just pictures, but they're not just pictures, if that makes sense. Pictures are powerful. We all know that. And these images here are being used as a way to orient us to our whole person, including what we see around us towards praising God. And then, okay, so this has been a call to praise from morning till night. And then what's neat is we can get it filled in with um, the rest of the vo um, verses four through nine. It says, the Lord is high above all nations. All right, there's a picture right there. Say, oh, the greatness of all the nations of the earth. God's higher than that. And his glory above the heavens. So all of us have been looking at these um, images that are coming back from these telescopes we're putting in orbit and just amazed at, you know, the heavens and all the glorious things that are in the stars and supernovas and, and on and on. Well, his glory is above all that. Who is like the Lord our God who is seated on high? Who looks far down on the heavens and the earth? Who does? No one but him. <laughs> Only God looks down. 
on heaven and earth. The rest of us are in those things and have to look up. God is above it and looks down. Isn't that neat? He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. Some gospel there for you. To make them sit with princes, with the princes of his people. He gives the barren woman a home, making her the joyous mother of children. Praise the Lord. Isn't that great? I wish we could take time to go into every picture there, but um, do that on your own. Take this, and you know, sometimes to say you should worship God not just at church, but in your own home on your own time. And um, people could say, and I and I and I would say for myself, yeah. But sometimes I'm just not sure what to say. Good. Um, we've been given words here. Psalm one thirteen could be your private worship time to God as you contemplate these verses and and speak them back to Him and praise him for these things and meditate on each one of these stanzas here to, to get from it what you can and see what the Holy Spirit might speak to your heart. Um, where can we see Jesus in these verses? Um, we are to believe that the, the reason, the biggest reason why God is to be praised, the Lord is to be praised, is because of who we ultimately see he is in Jesus Christ, his son. Um, when we look at Jesus, we see God, and we begin to realize why from the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Also, people began to apply that word Lord to Jesus for a reason. And so when we look at God, we see Jesus. And for New Testament, when we look at Jesus, we see God. And for New Testament believers, gospel believers um, especially, we have even more. We have abundant reason to praise God. And it's found primarily in Jesus, his death and resurrection and his victory over death, hell, and the grave on our behalf. And so Jesus becomes like the primary focus um, for our praise. And then the rest of these verses would then apply, you know, to Jesus's ministry and what he's done for us. He's high above all nations, you know. There's Christians that come from every nation of the world because the call of Christianity of Jesus as king, it supersedes the call. Um, of the nations we all belong to. And so his glory is truly higher than those. And there's no one like him. He's the only son of God. And uh, there's only one Jesus. And so there's no one like him. And he is seated on high. You know, he rose from the grave and is seated at the right hand of the Father from where he intercedes for us. And then the gospel raises the poor, the gospel, the story of Jesus Christ. It raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap and makes them sit with princes and with the princes of his people. This has been true throughout all Christianity. It's true now. And he gives the barren woman. This is, you know, a a woman who cannot have children is being used here as a picture of us without God. You know, no possibility of putting more life into this world. And he's saying, that doesn't stop me. He gives the barren woman a home making her the joyous mother of children. Praise the Lord. So it's a picture there of the the kingdom and people adding to it, no matter the fact that we ourselves are like a woman un, unable to conceive children and that we don't have it of our own to give life, but he has given it to us. And in him, uh, we become that family of God and, and have a home. So I love it. It's a great psalm. I hope spending a few minutes with me in it has shown you some ways that it could become prayer and praise and and um, devotional time to God, because I really think um, that would help a lot of us in our devotional time with God is to get into these Psalms this way. And I can say for myself, it's helped me a lot. All right. Appreciate all of you guys. Thank you so much for um, paying attention to this podcast, and I hope it's helping you. We'll see you in the next episode.